0: Good morning traders! Welcome to today's Outlier Live, where we bring you the biggest news of the day and what the AI trading data says about it. Now our top stories of the day, if you own a Tesla, there's a good chance that you have some major problems that you've got to deal with. Next, are we looking at the end of the American auto industry? And finally, the American housing market is crashing right before our very eyes. Tune in for all of that on today's Outlier Live. If you own a Tesla, there's a really good chance that you have some major problems going on with that Tesla right now. Over 55,000 Model Xs have been recalled over brake fluid. Now, I am a Tesla owner. I own a Tesla Model Y, and I love the thing, but I didn't even know it had brake fluid. I kid you not. I asked the service tech Uh, They came and did a a repair. They actually, I needed service on my Tesla. They came to my house and fixed my car in my garage, which is amazing. And I asked him at the time, I was like, is there any maintenance that I need to do? He's like, nah, bro, you don't have to do anything. You literally don't have to do anything other than change out the cabin air filter. And on my car, I have the Model Y Performance and the, the tires in the front are smaller than the tires in the rear. And he said, because of that, you don't even have to rotate your tires. So to find out that there is brake fluid, I was very surprised. And I bet a lot of owners of Model X's are surprised as well. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Yule, and we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about that. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and start trading with AI today. Go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now let's continue on with the story here, right? The Tesla, will recall, uh, 54,676 Model X vehicles from 2021 to 23 because the vehicle controller may fail to detect low brake fluid and not display a warning light. Now, I will say my wife drives a Lexus and recently when I got the oil changed, uh, they they were showing me the, the fluids and everything and they're like, you need just a smidge of power steering fluid, your brake, brake fluid looks okay, all this stuff. And I never really thought about how I can see the levels of these fluids inside the engine, so I don't need any sort of light or indicator. I can pop the hood and check it myself. But on a Tesla, when you pop the hood, you see a frunk. And at least in my car, there's there's one spout for the windshield washer fluid. So it makes total sense why you would actually need some sort of warning light uh, on your, your your iPad screen right there to tell you, hey, you've got an issue, you, you need to take it in and get it, it serviced, right? Tesla vehicles failed to comply with the requirements. Oh, just refresh the page there. Uh, Tesla vehicles, hang on, I've lost it. Tesla vehicles failed to comply with the requirements of Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard Number One Thirty Five, Vehicle Brake Light Systems. So there you go. Now we know that, right? Now we know that we got to deal with uh, some brake fluids there. Low brake fluids are not indicated to the customer and it may impact braking performance and the risk of incre- uh, risk of a collision which nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see that happen. Tesla has not reported any incidents of crashes, injuries, or fatalities. So that's good. Now, the good news about this is that it can be fixed with an over-the-air software update. So while these are considered recalls, while these are considered a defective part, right? Tesla changed the game by having their cars be connected to the internet So when you pull in your house at night, it gets on your Wi-Fi just like your phone does, right? And when you're out driving, if you have the Tesla premium connectivity, which is only a hundred bucks a year, that's $8 a month or it's less than $8 a month. It's ridiculously cheap. It will automatically download this software update to your car and fix the problem. They shouldn't be calling that a recall. They should be calling it an over the air software update. So instead of saying 55,000 Teslas are being recalled, you could just say, there's a software update. Right. Every time you get a software update on your phone, do you see a news article come out on it? No. Every time you get an update on your computer, do you see a news update come out about it? No. Why is it that every time Teslas need a software update, they make a huge rigmarole that there's a huge issue going on right now? No, of course not. Uh, the vehicles in production failed to display a visual indicator for low brake light fluid, like we talked about. Earlier this year, 280,000 Model 3s and Model Ys uh, had an inability to steer, loss of power steering. And also, uh, they had a voluntary recall of 16,000 vehicles um, from two owners. So two owners had a complaint that the front seat belts were not sufficiently connected at the factory. So Tesla takes this really serious, right? Tesla's not trying to run anything over anybody. Tesla's at the forefront of technology. And yeah, I am a Tesla fanboy because I own one. The reason I own one is cause it's the freaking future, okay? Like I was talking about my wife's Lexus, it's a dinosaur. It's a V8 gas powered 15 miles a gallon dinosaur. It's beautiful, it's luxurious to ride in, I love being in it, but comparing the two, it's not even close, right? It's like getting the very best iPhone 15 Pro Max Extra Plus versus an iPhone 4, right? The iPhone 4, sure, it probably still works. It probably still makes phone calls. And you might be able to run some apps on it, but you don't want to because everything is way better. The experience is so much nicer when you're in the Tesla, when you're in the new technology. And let's be honest here. At the end of the day, all the manufacturers are doing everything they possibly can to compete with Tesla. Tesla has set the bar and every other car manufacturer is doing everything they can to catch up to them just to catch up so whatever tesla does the entire auto industry is on its way to try and figure out how they can replicate that and one way that they can replicate that is by finding a way to provide over-the-air updates but because of so many mechanical fluid hydraulic systems that are in cars that's almost an impossibility so let's take a look at what the ai trading data says about tesla Uh, tesla actually just got a buy signal um, two days ago, October 16th. So, if you were interested in, in purchasing some Tesla shares, now may be a great time. And we did see a signal return of 268% using the outlier data. So, if you want to get your hands on this data, go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now, let's go to see what the internet's saying about this, right? Tesla has deployed a software update to fix these Model X units. Uh, do you think this should even be called a recall? I don't, I don't personally at all. CEO Elon Musk has criticized the use of the word recall because there's software updates. The term recall is outdated and inaccurate and all these places love to write news stories bashing Tesla. I don't know why, but I do know one thing, Tesla is the future and if they can't get on board, they don't even need to be competing at this point. If they can't make electric vehicles, if they can't even keep their batteries from catching on fire, why are they even making these cars? Ford has lost like $40 billion trying to compete with Tesla, and it's not even close. Uh, Let's see here. They should call it what it is, a software update. Absolutely. And this person says, my Windows system gets recalled every single week. By that logic, right? And uh, let's see here. A recall implicitly implies that cars should be returned to the manufacturer, right? Of course. When it's a software update, an over-the-air software update, it should be called a high-priority software patch. I couldn't agree more. That makes total sense to me. And realistically speaking, Tesla is leading the way. And if you're not driving a Tesla, why not? At this point, they've lowered prices so much that when you include the tax rebate, it's actually cheaper to drive a Model Y or a Model 3 than the average price of any new car out there. So let me know in the comments down below and hit the like button if you also think that Tesla is a pretty awesome product and these definitely don't need to be called recalls when it's just a software update. A ford ceo is saying that we are looking at the end of the american auto industry as we know it the ford executive says america loses if domestic manufacturers can no longer compete and that makes total sense i don't know why anybody would think it wouldn't right and the uaw auto workers they are shooting themselves in the foot right this is what they pay you to do is assemble cars, is put the cars together. I will say, the UAW workers should get a raise, right? But they're asking for a four-day work week and to get paid for 40 hours and to get a 40% raise. These demands are unrealistic and honestly shouldn't even be entertained. So the Ford CEO, he's trying his best He's trying his best to get people back to working. He's trying to get back to people actually having a job. So let's see what he says here. He's urging the UAW auto workers to come together with the company to reach an agreement to end the strike. America's entire auto industry is at risk because of this. And it makes total sense. Choosing the right path is not about Ford's future and our ability to compete. It's about the future of the American auto industry. He's so right. We can't even entertain the idea of a four-day work week getting paid 40 hours with a 40% raise. These are unrealistic. And you know, that's totally a negotiation tactic, right? Set the bar ultra high, and then when they come up to a five-day work week where they get paid 40 hours, but they get a 25% raise, then that makes a lot more sense. And it's a lot more palatable than a four-day work week and a 40% raise. Now, Ford's CEO keeps on going, and he says, Toyota, Honda, Tesla, and others are loving the strike because they know the longer it goes, the better it is for them. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Yule, and we talk about the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about it. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and start trading with AI today. Go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now, he continues on by saying that uh, actually the UAW president responded with another threat to escalate the strike further. And I actually laughed out loud while I was reading this. Bill Ford knows exactly how to settle this strike. Instead of threatening to close the rogue plant, he should call up Jim Farley and tell him to stop playing games and get a deal done or we'll close the rogue plant for him. <laughs> I, listen, I appreciate, I appreciate how serious that they're taking this. And uh, just just saying that right there, Hey, get this done, or we're gonna close more plants for you, right? If Ford wants to be the All-American auto company, Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you five dollars for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. They can pay all-American wages and benefits. That I do agree with. I do absolutely 100% agree with. But a four-day work week, getting paid 40 hours during that work week, and a 40% raise? Yeah, I I don't know if that's exactly the all-American way. Because, right, this is still a capitalist country. This is still a capitalist society. And they need to post profits for their shareholders. Right? If 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 we're going to double the price of a Ford truck, of a Ford F-150, which, oh, <laughs> let's get on that topic here, right? We've already seen uh, car prices basically double since the start of the pandemic. I mean, we went from like, $30,000 trucks to $60,000 trucks. We're looking at really loaded out trucks going from $45,000 to now probably close to $100,000 for a truck. And then you want to more than double when we talk about everything included. You want to double the price of the labor that goes into it. So now that, that $40,000 truck just a few years ago is now $200,000. That's not going to keep the, custo- the, the company in business. That is going to price out Anybody who is interested in the American auto industry products and nobody is going to be buying these Ford trucks anymore. Nobody's going to be buying these Ford cars anymore. <laughs> Nobody's already buying their electric cars. So the UAW's demands, they're they are honestly outlandish. They're crazy. It, and you know what? If you want to leave a comment down below and tell me how I'm wrong, please feel free to. Let's keep on going here. Around 34,000 of the 150,000 Uh, UAW workers are already off the job and on picket lines. So 34,000 people are already not getting paychecks because of this, right? The Ford, they're not paying them Ford, GM Stellantis. They're not paying them to go walk the picket line. That's not how this works, right? And they said they're going to extend the strike nationwide if they do not start seeing some progression in their demands. Look, if you keep this up long enough, your inventory is going to go to zero, Your cost is going to go double and you're going to have zero customers left. So by trying to get these outlandish demands, you're going to be putting yourself out of a job permanently and the industry out of existence. That's what the Ford CEO is trying to say here. UAW is asking for a 40% raise for members over uh, the four-year contracts. If Ford has already said they could do 23%, you're telling me 23% is not enough 23% 23% is not going to put them in a better place to be. Nick, with the gorillas, you're telling me that a 23% raise is not enough to get you back on the job, to get the American auto industry back on its feet? You're looking for trouble. You're going to be causing a lot more issues than you're solving. Meeting all the union's demand would hinder the company's ability to remain competitive. Absolutely. We're not going to be able to double the price of the trucks and cars and everything else and still be able to sell them. Now let's take a look at what the AI trading data says about Ford Ford just got a buy signal on October 16th. And in fact, this uh, outlier has generated signal returns of 145.8%. So if you want to get your hands on these signals and no, Be the first people who know what the AI trading data is saying. Head to OVTLYR.com to see why outliers win. Now let's go to see what the internet's saying about this. Oh boy, breaking the UAW's expanding strikes to Ford's Kentucky plant. That's another 8,700 workers off the job. It's starting to get dangerous, right? Dangerous in the fact that they may overplay their hand and car manufacturers won't survive. This is what we're talking about here. You can't expect prices to go up and consumers to still pay for those cars, right? They're just gonna go to Tesla. A Tesla with a Tesla Model 3 or Model Y, including the tax rebate that you're gonna get, is less than the average price of all new cars. Why would you even entertain going to Ford? Why would the Ford auto workers who are looking at this, staring at the fact that their jobs are on the line, say, you know what? We need to increase the price of our cars by increasing what I'm going to earn. They're not going to have anybody left. Uh, the taxpayer bailout on this is going to be expensive. Uh, let's see, is there anything else? Yeah, this is just the beginning. This person says fast food's about to have a real call to action. Uh, but this other person says, uh, robots are going to take their jobs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and realistically speaking, that could be what happens up forward too. Robots could come in and take their jobs. I mean, robots have already taken a lot of jobs at the auto plants. Like could just take even more. <laughs> and That could be how the UAW strike ends. Is Ford saying, "Okay, fine, we're done with you. You want to raise? Go work somewhere else. We're going to put in more robots to replace you." As it is, and that is proving that we are seeing the housing. Collapse of 2023 right before our eyes. Home foreclosures are on the upswing and they're up 34% since last year. We got a huge problem on our hands. Absolutely. Let's take a look at the article here. Default notices, scheduled auctions, and bank repossessions surged 28% just in the third quarter to 124,000. Man, homeowners are still grappling with the, the pandemic's financial aftermath. We're encountering new challenges. We're all encountering challenges these days, right? When's the last time you went to the grocery store and you thought, wow, that was cheaper than I expected. Man, I I got cereal and milk the other day, it was $17. I got milk and cereal and I'm not exaggerating, $17. What's happening, right? If I'm paying $17 for milk and cereal, I am not able to afford my mortgage. That's what a lot of people are going through, right? And then on top of that, we have student loan payments that are starting, right? The student loan payments are averaging between $100 and $300, which used to be enough groceries for an entire month. But now that's maybe a week, maybe, especially if milk and cereal is $17. Real estate experts are bracing for a significant blow because the cost of living crisis that we're going through is tackling everybody. And now people are having to make hard choices. Am I going to pay the light bill? Am I going to pay for the internet bill? I'm definitely not paying for Netflix or Disney Plus or anything like that anymore. I'm cutting all that off. I'm just watching YouTube for free. What else are we going to cut out? Some people are making the hard decision to cut out their mortgage payment, their rent payment. And they're having a lot of issues these days. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Yule, and we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about them. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and start trading with AI today. Go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now we've got so many issues here, right? 75% of the survey respondents said that they, uh, student loan payments will have a negative impact on their home ownership. Many economists believe the resolution of these payments could significantly hit the home ownership rate and Income has not grown at the level that housing expenses have grown. Income has not grown at the level of grocery expenses, of energy expenses, of utility expenses. Incomes have not grown. And because of that, everything else is starting to suffer. But this is what the Fed wanted. This is what they intended to happen, which sucks. But Jerome Powell always said, we expect pain. He literally said, we expect pain for the US consumer. And it makes sense, right? Because home ownership has become so almost unattainable. With the prices of the homes going up, by raising rates, the only way to find buyers is by lowering the price of the asset. So if you had a $200,000 home previously, maybe five years ago, now it's 500,000 today, or at least that's what the market would tell you it is, but the interest rates have gone from 3% to 8%, you can't find you literally cannot find as you cannot find enough buyers at 500,000 and eight percent as you could at 200,000 and three percent and the rates are not determined by you the rates are determined by the Fed by the marketplace so what are you going to do you're going to have to lower your asset price but that's not what we're seeing yet We just covered a, a story the other day talking about the money supply money supply meaning what's in your checking account savings account IRAs money market all that's going down but prices are not going down. Prices, meaning the inflation, we need to have disinflation, we need to have de-inflation. Prices have not come down. And this is a stat that has not ever occurred. Even during the Great Depression, when money supply went down, prices also went down. So I think what we're about to see is a rubber band effect where the consumers have been pulled so hard in so many different directions that they're just gonna say, screw it, I can't pay it anymore. And we're going to see default rates on credit cards, auto loans, mortgages, just skyrocket. Because they're going to say, I don't care. I'll figure it out. I'll go live with my parents. Their house is paid off, right? At least I can afford groceries then. At least I can send my kids to childcare. We need to see some huge, huge changes out there. And I don't know what it's going to take. But we need to see some giant changes in order to make homeownership a reality once again. So let's take a look at what the AI trading data says about Zillow one of the uh, best apps out there. I love to use Zillow um, for looking at home prices and and just what's available, right? We actually just got a buy signal on October 16th on Zillow. So if you're interested in getting this AI data and being one of the first people to see these signals, head to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now let's go see what the internet says about this, right? All these foreclosed homes will be bought up by these large management companies. The average person doesn't have the money to stomach and try and buy these places. Foreclosures are not easy to buy through. I agree with that. With rising rates and inflation, it's not a surprise, and it may get worse if rates keep going up. Absolutely, it makes total sense. And honestly, that's what Jerome Powell is wanting. He wants the pain, because by having the pain, we're gonna be seeing prices come back down, right? If you've got your $500,000 home, you can't find any buyers, it may be time to lower it to four hundred thousand. Or maybe even three hundred thousand. Look at that hurts. That hurts. But if you need to sell your home, you need the liquidity, you gotta get out. That's what you're gonna have to do. Now, YouTube thinks you're gonna love one of these two videos. Thank you so much for coming to today's Outlier Live. I'll see you on the next episode.